kicking that right boot. You're listening to Extra Time, live on LCFC Radio. Your place for all the reaction to the weekend's football. Yes, welcome to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio. I think it's about time we updated that intro. You've got to get in that goal at Wembley yesterday, one of Leicester's biggest in in recent years, certainly. A fantastic moment uh, for the football club, reaching their first FA Cup final since 1969. Uh, the fallout from that game will, will dominate Extra Time this evening. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Kasper Schmeichel, Kletcher Iheanacho and Brendan Rodgers, of course. We'll also talk about LCFC women. They also had some success in the FA Cup as well. Yesterday, it was a very good weekend for Leicester City. Thank you very much for joining us here on Extra Time. If you want to get involved with us, you can comment on Facebook and on Twitter and we can get some of the best questions in for our panel, who consist of Matt Elliott and Ewan Roberts this evening. Matt Elliott, fresh from being at Wembley yesterday, being in the sun, you're looking very well and... And very pleased, of course, for Leicester Well, City. I'm not so sure about the fresh aspect, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a little afternoon in little the sun. A little palaver, wasn't it, Wembley for you yesterday? Oh, the game was brilliant and, you know, everything around the game. The rest of it was a bit, it was a bit of a mission, to be honest, but uh, they said it's a trial run and uh, given the benefit of the doubt in that aspect. But uh, yeah, never mind that. It, it doesn't take the gloss off what was a, an amazing day, wasn't it? And uh, what a wonderful achievement by, by the boys and... Uh, yeah, cup final is on the horizon, but still some work to do in the Premier League before that. But for now, let's bask in the glory of yesterday. Absolutely. Good evening as well to you, Ewan Roberts. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure you were watching yesterday. We saw all your, your tweets. You were equally as happy, weren't you, with uh, Leicester City's fantastic win? Oh, it's, it's, as Matty's just said, you know, what an achievement um, in, a, in, a, in a major cup final. I mean, you said first time since... 1969, been to four cup finals, lost them all. It's about time Leicester City now go on and, 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 and win one. Um, I watched both semi-finals, Dan, and I think it's fair to say they weren't classics, but it doesn't matter. You know, semi-finals, eight times out of ten, aren't a classic game, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't one for, 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 for the purists. It's just you've got to get through, you've got to win that game because, you know, people say... It's, it's the worst place to lose. Um, you, you get to a final, you get a day out, you, know, you get a medal, whether it's a winner or a loser's medal, you lose, you lose in the semi-final and that's it, you're going home. So, fantastic for Leicester City Football Club, Leicester as a city and Leicestershire, Leicestershire as a county. Brilliant. Yeah, good evening to all of those uh, listening and commenting in. Caden Sutton says, what a win. Luke Walters says, Leicester uh, till I die. Craig Bennett, good evening to you, Craig says. Good evening all. I hope everybody is well. FA Cup is coming home. Fifth time lucky. Uh, and hello to Fee as well, uh, who is listening. Luke Walters also says, uh, it's coming home. The FA Cup is coming home. Let's hope that it certainly is. We'll talk, of course, about the FA Cup final with Chelsea, which is due to take place in just under a month's time, of course, uh, a little bit later on. But we're going to concentrate on the game yesterday, Matt. And and as, as Ewan said there, both games were, were fairly cagey, the, the yeah. Chelsea one and, and then the Leicester one. But in a way, it suited Leicester, do you think, that the way that the game went yesterday? Southampton not having a shot on target in the whole thing? Um, I, I don't know about necessarily suited, but yeah, they, they looked comfortable right throughout, didn't they? And, you know, that stat that you just provided there is evidence of how comfortable they were, really. Uh, Southampton had a you know, couple of situations, uh, shall we say, but Casper Michael wholly untested throughout the game, really. And, you know, it doesn't get much 
more emphatic than that, really, does it? You know, from a defensive point of view, in terms of you know, containing the threat of the opposition, Leicester have been um, more spectacular in an attacking sense many, many times throughout this season. But uh, they, they had enough within the ranks, didn't they? And you, I felt that was the case pretty much from the off, really. You never quite know. You know, they, they've got a bit of quality there, haven't they? Ings, Redmond, etc. And... You know, and the substitutes that came on. I thought Adams made a bit of an impression early on. The, the most dangerous time for Leicester was after they scored, in my mind, for a f three, four, five minutes or so. They're a little bit open, and a couple of times it looked like things were, were, were going to, situations or chances were going to be created. But uh, as I say, it's Michael, untested. Mm. So um, they were pretty impressive defensively, weren't they? You know, it looked a good, solid, professional unit sprinkled uh, with, with you know touches of quality on and off throughout the game and eventually one of those true moments of quality made the difference with uh, Jamie, Jamie Vardy primarily Ian Acho being fortunate but slotting, the, slotting away on the second attempt and uh, once Leicester got in front there wasn't really after that initial three, four, five minutes there wasn't any looking back because of what happened in, in that game that I'm sure everybody will have watched the day before you, and do you think Brendan Rodgers and Leicester were expecting a similar game and, and because of that, maybe game plans changed slightly or, or were they expecting that all along, do you think? I think they would have been expecting a tight, close encounter all along, Dan, to be fair. you know, It was never going to be the 9 0 that... that uh, that, that happened, you know, a couple of years ago at, uh, at Southampton. You know, Southampton are not in the best of form. You know, Leicester were going there on the back of, of, of two defeats against two good sides. And as I say, they're always quite close, cagey, um, nip and tuck. And that's what it was yesterday. You know, Leicester were never in any real, real danger. You know, they never really threatened on, on, on too many occasions. Got the goal early in that second half and, 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 and looked after it well. But when you're going into the last 10 minutes and you've only got that one goal advantage, you, you know, the, the, the nerves do come in because the prize is so big with an, an FA Cup final appearance you know, on, on the horizon. Uh, but they, they saw it through. They, they saw the game out. Um, they were thoroughly professional. Um, and it was a fantastic afternoon. Probably quite difficult when when you're on co-commentary duty as as you were yesterday, Matt. But can you can you feel the a translation of the nerves? Because watching here, obviously, it was nervous in in that final twenty minutes, particularly after Leicester yeah. had scored. Just because obviously one goal would have forced the extra time. You and said there he was nervous watching. I think pretty much all Leicester fans out there were, even though Leicester were in such control. But could mm. could you feel any of that negativity or did you get the sense that there wasn't any really from the, the Leicester players? And No, I, I didn't pick up on that at all, like myself personally, or I didn't feel it transmitted by the players either, really. There wasn't... No. I, I didn't sense any panic in their play. There wasn't desperation in clearances, yeah. etc. And I... Quite frankly, I think Southampton would be disappointed, I think, with themselves, how little they could muster, really, in that situation. You know, I know Vestergaard went up for the final few minutes and tried to put himself about a little bit, which is unusual these days. But you know, generally, they just couldn't find a way through Leicester's rear guard, could they? You know, the back five, the back three in particular were imperious, and then Wilfred and Dealey in front. Tillemans and 
and indeed he were breaking up play, I thought, on and off constantly throughout the game. And that's where Leicester got their most joy in the first half. It, it, it was you know, rare forays forward, but it was when midfield play was broken up and, and then they would slide through Perez, etc. And they, they were on the front foot. Um, but I, I thought the longer the game went on, apart from that mini period after conceding, I thought the longer it went on, the more comfortable Leicester looked, really. Mm. And you know, you, You've got to be disappointed as a Southampton player and support, really, your team. You know, went out with a not a whimper, but it, it was a tame effort in terms of you know, just have some sort of efforts at goal, make the goalkeeper work a little bit at least. And you know, you're coming out of it thinking uh, Leicester didn't have to do too much, in, you know, to, to get through to the final. But um, they, they did what they had to do. I, yeah, I, it was an accomplished performance. Um, you know, I, I think that they're going to have to up their game for the final. A little bit, but uh, you know, different proposition. But the capability is there, without a doubt. Chelsea, quality outfit. But uh, for now, like I say, we'll, we'll just you know celebrate and and, and enjoy the, the feeling of getting through to an FA Cup final. It's many many years, isn't it? But yeah, look all round. Le Leicester was steady and professional, really, weren't they? You know, the back three. Much has been said about them, and their qualities really came to the fore, didn't they? Yeah, they, they made sure that nothing. Nothing gave way and, and the rest of the team sort of took confidence from that, I think. Well, Brendan Rodgers could be the very first Leicester City manager to win the FA Cup. Let's hear his reaction at pitch side after the win yesterday. Brendan, huge congratulations. First of all, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. I'm delighted for everyone at the club. Firstly, the players put so much in. We showed that we learned our lessons from last year's semi-final. Uh, Thrill for the club, you know the the, the board and and our ownership, who um, I know has put so much into this. And of course to the supporters, because I've, I've been made fully aware how important this trophy is and how much they would love to win it. And I've always tried to respect their wish and put out a team that can challenge to get to a final. And uh, we now arrive and we now have a we're one game from creating history. The game itself, how did you assess it? Did it go as expected? Yeah, yeah. I felt that we'd have to defend well in order to, to get through because they, they throw everything at the game. Southampton, they put a lot of risk into the game. And so lots of bodies forward. But we didn't concede a shot on target. So that shows that the team will connect it, defend it well. And then I felt then in the second half, once we started to move the ball a little bit quicker, the space opened up. And then we obviously got... Um, the opportunity to, to score and I felt once the first goal went in then our confidence increased even more and uh, we could have added to the lead. That goal comes from that man Kalecci. You must be running out of things to say about the incredible form that he's in. Yeah, yeah, he'll play better in the game. You know, his touch got away from him too many times. Um, but maybe before that would have happened it would have affected his confidence but now he's at a, a level where he allows those mistakes to let them go and now he can just get on with his game. And what he's shown is, whether it's outside the box or inside the box, he's there to score goals. And uh, him and Jamie, the combination was was you know a real, real threat. And uh, yeah, they uh, they were both you know both exceptional for us. Two huge games to come now against Chelsea that, that potentially will affect the top four, will clearly affect the FA Cup final. Two massive games on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah, and, but we'll look forward to the final when it comes. I think I said to the players, 
afterwards that uh, whether we won this game or lost this game, there's going to be a huge mental challenge for us now because you get through, it's great. You might only think of the final, but we've got a really exciting number of games now in the league. So uh, before the final comes along, so we'll recover. We'll enjoy this this evening. Hopefully the supporters can as well, and then we'll uh, we'll recover look to get three points on Thursday night. Will it help the league form in some ways because players will be looking to, to be in the team for the cup final? Yeah, I think so. It'll, it'll raise the confidence again. It's a huge achievement for us to get to, uh, to a final and now we've just got to keep pushing on. You mentioned it right at the start. What does this mean to, to Leicester City as a club to be in an FA Cup final? Well, it's everything, but I want us to win it. You know, I don't want to see the success of just getting to the, the final. You know, uh, we've done great. We've shown an attitude to the cup competitions that we want to we want to to arrive in there. But when you arrive there, you want to win. So the success isn't just purely getting to the final. It's amazing. It's going to be a great occasion. Hopefully there'll be more supporters. Hopefully there'll be some Leicester supporters in here. Uh, but ultimately, when it comes, we want to win. Not much time for celebrations. Back in the league on Thursday. That's it. Yeah, got to get the work done. Yeah, that's Brendan Rodgers there speaking to our commentator John Dunn after the game. Uh, Raymond Tolerico, good evening to you, Raymond, on Facebook, says, uh, let's take the positivity into the Premier League this week. Rachel Llewellyn says, I have faith we'll beat Chelsea. Come on, you foxes. Um, now, before we talk, obviously, about that Chelsea game and about some of the other individuals, I want to bring a name out, firstly, Ewan Roberts, and that's exactly what Luke Walters has also done on Facebook. He's just put in capital letters, Evans was solid. I thought it was absolutely brilliant yesterday, Ewan Roberts, at the heart of that Leicester defence. He was. He was absolutely fantastic. Marshall, the back three, back five superbly. You know, spoke to to Tielemans and, and Didi in, in front of him. It's just what you would expect from, from Johnny Evans. I mean, ever since he's walked through the door at the King Power, um, he's, he's been an absolute model professional. You know, that's what he's been throughout his career. Um, I, when he first signed, I thought it was a tremendous signing to get someone of his experience and at the level that, that Johnny's played, both at club and international level, to get him for, 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 for what the club did, absolutely magnificent. I thought I thought his mate to his right, Favana, I, I thought he was excellent. It's hard to, to pick out the, the back three, to be fair. I, th I thought they were all exceptional. But yeah, Johnny just... And I was looking today, Dan, you know, Johnny's won so many things in his career, you know, Premier Leagues, League Cups. He's never won the FA Cup. I thought he mm -hmm. might have snuck one with Manchester United in his in his early days, but he hasn't. So he, he needs this to to get the triple crown full, whatever it is. You know, he wants this winner's medal from this FA Cup final just to complete the set of uh, domestic trophies, winner's medals that uh, that, that he can get. I guess his experience, you and alongside the inexperienced Kaglas Unchu and Wesley Fafana, purely because of their age, is immeasurable, isn't it? It is, Dan. And, and you look back, what, what I was impressed with, Leicester were going into this game under far more pressure than Southampton. It was a, a little bit of a free hit for Southampton, for, for, for me, because they've tailed off after a, a bright start. Um, as I said earlier, not not been in good form, conceding goals for, for for fun. You know, Leicester flying high in, in in the Premier League, but if you take into consideration consideration they they lost at this stage last season in the FA Cup to Chelsea, 
they, they didn't want the same to happen again. They didn't want to go through that same disappoint, disappointment that they did last season to, to Chelsea. So I think they went into, into the game yesterday with, with far more pressure. And I thought they dealt with, with that pressure. And as you say, for, for two such young men as Soin Chu and Favanda, the way, the way they played, you know, either side of Johnny Evans, I just go to show how, what, how mature and, and a maturity that they play with. And I, and I think they get that from their manager. I, I really, really do. You know, he's, we've spoken about, he was a serial winner up in Scotland with Celtic, I think they won the Scottish FA Cup on a couple of occasions with 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 them, and he wants to do the same here. He he, he really really does. He would have been bitterly disappointed with with the loss in at the semi final stage last season. He wants to go go on better. He's come to Leicester to win silverware. Absolutely, and you can see it's translated in in the teams that he's picked in pretty much every competition that he's been in during his time at Leicester. That they're, they're always strong or relatively strong. Yeah. He doesn't make wholesale changes does he and the changes that he does make we talk so much about how strong this squad is at Leicester that he he can afford to make 11 changes and the team still looks good but he he treats every single competition with respect and always looks to go as far as as he possibly can yeah and he backs it up with his team selection doesn't he like you say and isn't there enough changes enforced on you through in this season in particular injuries and suspensions etc so yeah, you know, rotation has been forced, but when the opportunity was there, like you say, to make possibly wholesale changes or you know, six, seven, eight, um, he's resisted that temptation and uh, he surprised people with, with his choices, uh, and it's paid dividends. I, think I mentioned it yesterday, and you know, there's no better verification, is there, than reaching an FA Cup final? Um, you know, putting out a strong team, but but because. The changes have been minimal at different stages, whether it's Europa Cup, um, Carabao Cup, FA Cup. It's, it's actually helped forge a better strength in depth of the squad because you know there, there are I don't know twenty two legitimate sort of first team players now within that squad. Yes, there's there's a starting eleven, but anyone could come in. They've shown and proven that they can come in and put in very credible performances and not weaken the team, you know, and uh, that, that, that's a, a lovely attribute to have, isn't it? But uh, yeah, he's, he, he's managed it superbly, Brendan Rodgers, throughout the season, really. You know, it's been a tough job, you know, back into Europe, the injuries that they've received and uh, more often than not, he's got it right. And, you know, I think that was the right way to go about it yesterday in terms of selection. Some people might have been screaming at home saying, how can you not play Madison in a semi-final? You know, he's our key player. But it, Perez held the shirt and Perez is in you know, half-decent form, probably that little bit more match fit. Madison probably play on Thursday now. I don't know. Will he or won't he? You know, there's questions to be asked, more than likely. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it's looking strong, isn't it? Look, you go throughout that squad. But... Uh, Referring back to the defensive aspect of things, Johnny Evans could not ask for two more ideal (laughs) (laughs) colleagues to have alongside him. You know, they're both super athletic, strong, aggressive, ridiculously quick uh, for defenders. You know, they're talented, they can play. They've got a good understanding of the game now, but they're willing to learn. You can see that. And he couldn't cherry-pick two better players alongside him and it makes him look better never mind him 
helping them along, they help him along as well. And it's, uh, but I'm, I'm with you. I thought he was the standout of the three uh, yesterday. But uh, what a formidable trio they are! Absolutely, and and they just. They're all different, you and in, in, in a good way. That is, and you don't want three defenders that are all exactly the same, do you? You, you want three people that will complement each other, and, and exactly as Matt's saying, that's what they do as as a trio. And you, you want them all to have sort of different strengths. You want them all to have certain strengths that you need to to to, to play in that position. But you, you need you need the three to have different things. I think I think Johnny Evans reads the game ever so well. Um, I say he's he's a born leader. Trains you big, strong. You know he likes to tackle. He can be a little bit hot headed at, at times, but I think he's getting better with that. And Favana, I mean, you talk about composure. You, you talk about awareness, uh, the way he reads the game, um, comfortable with the ball. To be fair, as Matt alluded to, I, I think they're they're all comfortable with the ball. Um, I, I think. I think since Brendan has come there and sort of put his stamp on on the way his team and Leicester want to play while 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 he's there, I think I think they've all improved immensely with the ball. It's into now in certain certain scenarios, um, doesn't panic, plays his way out of, out of trouble, plays his way out of his own final third. Um, they they complement each other with with different skill sets, and I think that's what you need to have any 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 successful side. And if I can go back to um, to Brendan, I, I think if if Leicester City win the FA Cup, and there's a lot of work to be done, and if they finish finish in the top four, for me, he has to be the the manager of the season. Well, yeah, he'll certainly put his name in the ring, won't he, if, if he does that. Uh, one individual we absolutely have to talk about uh, is Kelechi Iheanacho. <laughs> it, it seems we're talking about him every single week, but rightly so. I think earlier in the season, every week, it seemed we were talking about Harvey Barnes, didn't it? Yeah. Now it's it's Kelechi Iheanacho, and 10 goals in seven games is a staggering record in, in any competition, in any league, <laughs> not whatever level that yeah, it is. Not bad at all, but he's keeps getting a mention, rightly so, and... Uh... Long overdue, really, isn't it? You know, for for Kelechi's stock to rise, if you like, and it's been a frustrating time for him. But again, you know, we've mentioned it a number of times. All credit to him, you know, for sticking at it, for hanging in there. He he obviously works very hard at his game. Um, it's been difficult for him because he's always second choice, regardless of how well he plays, because of Jamie Vardy. But how things have evolved, he's ended up having the opportunity to sort of forge a partnership with Jamie and boy, boy has he taken it. He's it, 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 just in the zone, isn't he, at the moment? Like, it's happening for Kelechi. Uh, he, he obviously has the raw ability and the harder you work, the luckier you get. But <coughs> yesterday sort of typified how things are going for him at the moment, didn't it? With you know, he, he didn't play particularly well up until the goal. You know, A couple of nice touches here and there, a little bit loose, as Brendan mentioned, but um, the, the goal, he, he, the first strike, he, he should have done a little bit better, shouldn't he? I mean, it was a little bit clumsy. <laughs> it was, it was the contrast of Kalechi encapsulated in about three seconds, wasn't it? You know, first effort, mistimed, going ten yards wide. A goal. It's Vestergaard, wasn't it? I think it bounces back on a plate, slots it away nicely. And he's the hero, and, he, and he's off celebrating, jumping around Wembley, and uh, rightly so, enjoying the euphoria of it. Exactly, brilliant. You know, on his knees at the end of the game, praying to the skies or thankful to the skies, and uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was brilliant for him, really. And you know, he's on a he's on a roll, and yeah, from his point of view, long may it continue. But um, 
Yeah, I, listen, he's a decent footballer. He's a decent footballer. And there's, I don't know, sometimes there's been a sort of, I don't know, feel that he's maybe not up to true Premier League standard because sometimes he did look a little bit awkward and clumsy, but other times he looks like a world beater. But that clumsiness is disappearing, isn't it? And uh, the goal tally he's got. I mean, top goal scorer for Leicester this, this campaign now, isn't he? He's gone ahead of Jamie Vardy in all competitions. Must be doing all right if you're doing that. I know Jamie's dried up and such, but um, that'll come back round as well. Absolutely. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Caden Sutton, good evening to you. He says uh, he agrees with you and Roberts. Brendan Rodgers is the best manager of the season. He simply puts Nacho with a load of O's. He's magic, you know. Uh, so let's hear from the Nigerian, then himself speaking after the game yesterday. Kalechi, how does it feel to score the goal that puts Leicester in their first FA Cup final in over 50 years? Uh, it's, it's really amazing. It's a dream come true. Um, we didn't. Uh, I didn't know it's going to come like this, but um, we are in the finals now, so we are really happy. So we need to get back and, and work hard and focus in our next game, and uh, hopefully in the finals uh, we really work hard uh, to make sure we win. Once again, Jamie Vardy, the provider, talk us through the goal. Um, it's a very good goal. As I, as I keep saying before, um, the partnership between me and Vaz is outstanding. Uh, He's running off the ball. It's is, is, is really good, and he took uh, he took the defenders on, and and he and he cut it back. Um, I was unlucky with the first shot. Yeah, he bounced off the defender and came back to me, unfortunately, and I and I and I picked the corner. So really happy we did it together as a team. So hopefully we will we'll get through and in the final somewhere. How did it feel to score in front of supporters as well? Yeah, it's it's really amazing. Um, uh, hearing the supporters when we came out for one more, but I, I saw the supporters screaming and shouting. It was really good. It was it was a good feeling to see them back in, in the stadium again. And uh, when we're playing, you can hear them screaming and shouting. So um, hopefully uh, we can we can really see more supporters in the in the finals. You've got a great record in the FA Cup throughout your career. Do you start to think about scoring another one in the final? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I think our focus now will be in the next games, but hopefully when we get to the finals, hopefully we'll fit candy for me and uh, I'll get the goals going. So I'm happy. The FA Cup, such a famous trophy. Would you have had friends and family in Nigeria watching on today, cheering you on? Yeah, probably half of the Nigerians are watching, are watching the game today, but um, um, they'll be really happy and pleased uh, that we get into the finals. So, but Chelsea have a lot of fans in Nigeria. So, um, and again, uh, as a player, they love me as well. So it will be half and half uh, support us in Nigeria to support in the finals. Uh, hopefully, we win in the finals. Time to celebrate tonight before getting back to league action on Thursday. I, I think we don't really have enough time to celebrate. We just need, we need to get back to, to work and focus on our next games in the Premier League. That is the uh, senior man himself, Kelechi Iheanacho, uh, after scoring uh, the only goal of the game in the FA Cup semi-final yesterday. You're chuckling away at me there, Matt. Yeah, well, one, the using man. the senior man tag. Also, listen, Kelechi's the hero, and rightly so at the moment. He can get away with anything, but I'm not getting away, letting him get away with saying he was unlucky with that first effort. <laughs> he couldn't have been luckier for it to pull back on, on a plate for him. But um, he, made, he made sure second time round, that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. What, one final word on, on Kelechi and Acho. Ewan, when you're a, a striker, a forward player, and you're in that sort of form, you just want everything to fall your way, don't you? 
Yeah, and it's it's one of those. It doesn't matter what part of the penalty box you're in; they just seem to fall for you, and and you just seem to put them put them away. Um, yeah, we never doubted his goal scoring ability. We saw it at an early age at Man City, um, but it can't be a coincidence now that he's in the form that he is. Now that he's getting a consistent run of, of games, was that the seventh or eighth consecutive start? Um, in, in recent weeks for Kalecci and, and it's paying dividends and in this competition you know huge goals a 94th minute winner against Brighton just as we thought or oh, extra time maybe penalties the two goals against Manchester United in the, in the quarter final and now the winner in the semi-final let's hope he, uh, he's still got his goal scoring boots uh, come the 15th of May Hopefully so, hopefully so. Still to come here on, on Extra Time this evening, we'll hear from Kasper Schmeichel. We'll check in with LCFC women as well, uh, as they also won in the FA Cup yesterday. So big congratulations to them. And we'll also do our um, Extra Time teasers later on. We can do the first of those uh, now uh, and get the Who's the Fox on the screen for you. Oh, so we are doing that, are we? We are doing it. We might skip that one. <clears throat> so for those of you that are new to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio, uh, Who's the Fox? We'll put the graphic on the screen for you now. Uh, we've blanked out the Leicester City player. You've got to have a little bit of a guess as to who you think it could be. Uh, Matt and Ewan, I'm sure, will have an idea, but they're not going to tell me now because we're going to leave it on the screen and bring it back just before the end of the show. So do get your comments in on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Uh, who do you think the fox is in that photo there that has been blanked out? Okay, right. Yeah, my Elliot knows it. He's given me the nod. He's given me the nod. Let's see if you're as confident uh, going into our extra time teasers this evening. Uh, You and Roberts, as you're dialing in, you can pick if you would like pot one or pot two of the questions. Pot one, please. Pot Pot one, please, Dan. Yep, absolutely. Pot one for you and Roberts, pot two for Matt Elliot. You can go first, Matt. Uh, Your first question is who scored Leicester City's first FA Cup goal this season? that for me? No, this is for Matt. Oh. But you can obviously oh, steal it. <clears throat> Hang on, I'm yeah. trying to work out what game first. <laughs> What's the first game? Come on, Matty. <sighs> Brentford, Stoke. Or is it Stoke, Brentford? Right. Oh, I'm going Kalechi. It's not, though. Big chance for you and Roberts to steal Matt's first question. Uh, I'm going to go James Justin. Oh, yeah, yeah, great shout. Oh. Yeah, 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 well done, well done. Great was Stoke, Stoke's first game, wasn't it? Uh, it was, yeah. yeah. yeah first to be round, fair, yeah. Ewan's probably got his notes in front of him with each of the rounds <laughs> and each of the goal scorers. What this are you season. saying I haven't? Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. I, haven't I, I can see that you have zero notes in front of you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you did them all at home. They're all up there. Well, Ewan, you'll probably get this one then if you do have your notes in front of you. So I want you to keep your eyes on the screen for us. Uh, how many goals is... How many FA Cup goals, sorry, is Kelechi on this season? He's on four. I think he could be in trouble this evening, Matt. That's all I'm going to say. I could be. I'm already in it. Ewan's <laughs> <Uh, humans> 2-0 <laughs> up, heading into the, the questions, which we'll do uh, at the end of the show. What I will say is I think uh, Tony Cotty went 2-0 up against Jerry Taggart last week and he came back to win. So there's there's still time. 
as still time. Okay. Uh, we've had a, a number of That's correct guesses in on Facebook for our Who's the Fox? So well done to all of you that have, have guessed that correctly. I'll read out some of the names of those that have done it right uh, a little bit later on. Before we do any of that, let's hear from Leicester's captain yesterday, Kasper Schmeichel, speaking after that famous FA Cup semi-final victory. Casper, massive congratulations. Beaming smile on your face. Tell us about the dressing room. What's, what's the atmosphere really like in there? Yeah, it's a good atmosphere. It's a good atmosphere, but you know, not getting carried away. You know, we uh, we enjoy tonight and uh, enjoy this occasion. It doesn't happen very often, so you know you have to you have to live in the now and you have to really enjoy it. But tomorrow, focus shifts back to the Premier League, and uh, you know we, we can't be looking too far ahead and getting ahead of ourselves. That's exactly what we didn't do today. We weren't thinking of of playing the occasion of getting to a final. We were thinking of playing the game, and uh, it got us a good result. It looked like a, a very tightly contested game. Was that your view from the goal? Yeah, I think it was. It was always going to be a very tight affair. Um, I thought we were we were very composed. We were solid. You know, I don't think they had a shot on target. Um, so we uh, we controlled the game quite well. You know, and uh, I think it was always going to be a bit scrappy in a, in, in this situation, a bit cagey. But uh, but luckily it fell for us. No surprise to see that man score the goal. Incredible form. Incredible form, um, incredible guy, incredible player. Uh, you know, Kelly's been been working so hard ever since he joined the club, and uh, he's just needed that bit of luck to give him the confidence, that goal or whatever it was, just to give him that confidence because he he does it in training every day, and we, we see him every day. He's he's horrible to play against sometimes. So, yeah, I'm just buzzing for him that, that you know that it's coming uh, coming to fruition in games. It is Chelsea next, as you say. Lots of league games before then will be a tough game, clearly. Any, any cup final is going to be tough, but like I say, it's it's a very old, boring football cliche. But we can't look that far ahead. There's a massive, massive job ahead of us to get into to stay in the top four. So, uh, so, fo- so yeah, focus shift to Thursday now. Your tenth season with the club. How proud will you be to lead the team out here for an FA Cup final? Yeah, I mean, I've never played a final in my life. So, uh, you know, being being 34 and having never tried that, that just shows how rare these kind of occasions are so uh, so it'll be an amazing occasion you've lifted the Premier League trophy again how massive would it be to, to lift this one the first time in the club's history it'd be huge it'd be huge but you know we're not going that far that's uh, that's what three four weeks ahead now and uh, we are we're very very focused and very determined to not live in the future we're living in the now focusing on now and uh, the next challenge is, is the Premier League and then we have to take that later on. Something a bit different today you had fans behind your goal, what was that like? Uh, it, was, it was brilliant, <laughs> just to have a little bit of, of an atmosphere was fantastic You know, I, I played one international game with, with fans in Israel which was which was just class and, and it, it, it seemed so so loud uh, but but yeah, just having fans in and, and hopefully for the final, if you know, fingers crossed we're allowed uh, even more fans, that would be amazing that was Kasper Schmeichel there speaking after the victory yesterday. He, of course, is hoping that he'll be lifting the FA Cup in just under a month's time. We'll look ahead to that Chelsea game very shortly. Uh, before we do, you and obviously he, he referenced himself in that interview. He's never actually played in a final before. You spoke about Johnny Evans not winning the FA Cup and, and he wants to win it. There's an awful lot of, of players in that Leicester dressing room that will want it an awful lot. I'm not saying that Chelsea won't, it, by any means, obviously not, but they've they've been in, in these types of positions in these finals before and, and they were in the FA Cup final. I know last season they didn't win, but that there'll be so much passion, so much desire in, in this Leicester City group to get the job done on May the 15th. Well, I think they won it five times in the last 14 seasons, Chelsea, haven't they? I think only 
Man U and, and, and Arsenal have, have won it on on more occasions. I mean, what's fortunate for for Casper is is his old man won it three times for for Manchester United, so he can pick his brains about you know what's in front of him, what the day is like, the build up, and and, and one thing or another. But, but you know, Casper's been there, seen it, done it. You know, he played many many games at Premier League level. You know, he's an international goalkeeper for for, for a very very good team. Nothing phases him. You know, another clean sheet yesterday, even though he, I think he'd admit it himself, he, he wasn't really worth, you know, didn't really have, have too much to do. But as a goalkeeper, you still have to keep your focus. You still have to keep those concentration levels high because you don't know when, you, when you're going to be called upon. Um, and yeah, I, I think if dad's got three, he'd love to get one winner's medal, wouldn't he? Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Jan Smith on Facebook says, uh, I was at Wembley 52 years ago. It was the wrong result then, but it'll be the right one this time. Hashtag history. Let, let's hope she is right. Let's hope that it will be the right result this time. Kasper Schmeichel himself in that interview said, we're not looking ahead to the final. That's three or four weeks away, but we can look ahead to the final, of course. Can't yeah, we? it's difficult not to, isn't it? But obviously from the players' point of view, it's imperative that they don't get ahead of themselves. You know, there's work to be yeah. done in the Premier League. I think... Winning the semi-final be a huge boost um, for the, the Premier League campaign. You imagine they like, lost the last couple of games in the league, <laughs> had a negative result um, yesterday against Southampton, and then all of a sudden, you know, becomes a bit of a trudge, doesn't it? You know, back into league football again, and West Brom, you know, been going well of late, of course, and. That that becomes a more difficult game, you know. Southampton play, is it Tottenham on Wednesday? I think, and you know that's the last thing they want to be doing, isn't it? Playing a, a team that have just, well, their managers exited basically for whatever reason, um, you know. So that, that they don't want to be the turnaround is so quick, a few days, and if you've lost that semi final. Hard work, mm. hard work mentally to and physically uh, to get back on track. But Leicester don't have that issue. You know they've they'll be bouncing into it. They're they're on a high now, and, and hopefully that will hope and and, and affect the, the, their league form because uh, big games coming up, isn't it? But I thought Castle Smite spoke really well there, as, as he often does. You know he said all the right things, um, but they they came across you know as genuine thoughts, not just a li little bit of lip service. And, it, you know, if you've got that sort of mentality that's coming from your captain, your experienced goalkeeper and your manager and other players, you know, you, you would imagine the majority of the other players' mentality is going to be spot on. But, uh, you know, quite interesting there. He said that we played the game, not the occasion. Uh, you can do that for the, the large level, part. Yeah. yeah. But you're still aware. There's still an edge. There's a... That extra buzz and excitement in the last ten minutes, like you say about the tension you know, from a spectator's point of view, but I didn't sense that from the players. So I think that sort of justifies how Leicester went about their work yesterday. Justifies what Casper was saying there. You know, some people might be a little bit put out by that or, or a tinge of disappointment. What do you mean? You, you can't be so pragmatic about it all. It's a semi-final. It can't be seize the opportunity. You can do all that as well. But you've got to be mindful of what got you there and applying themselves with a certain game plan. I thought you saw that in Leicester's play. Mm. They, they didn't overcommit. Brendan Rodgers spoke about the, the risk element that Southampton play with. And for me, I thought they played some risky balls into midfield. And that's where Leicester 
pounced a number of times throughout the games um, and upset Southampton. And, uh, didn't actually maximise the, the opportunities they had, but that was part of the, their plan to do. And, you know, it might be different against Chelsea. It might be a little bit more cagey again, but uh, you know he's always got something up his sleeve, Brendan, hasn't he? And they're right to apply that rather than just uh, going for broken gung ho and you know giving it the best shot because it's the FA Cup semi-final. There's a method. Uh, behind Leicester's work. It, it's quite hard to, to to preview a game that is just under a month away, you and I, I guess in terms of league form of both teams going into it, obviously we don't know what that'll be, but we, we know enough about Chelsea, don't we? We know that Leicester have beaten them once already this season. Yes, they've changed their manager since then and, and looked to be a lot stronger since then, but Leicester will still fancy the, their chances. Stuart Widows on Facebook, he said, simply says, we can beat Chelsea. And, and I think that'll be the, the belief and the view of a lot of Leicester fans and obviously Brendan Rodgers and, and the group of players as well. Not 100%, Dan. Absolutely 100%. You know, higher than them in, 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 in the Premier League, as you said, beat them and beat them comfortably earlier in the season at, 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 at the King Power. Um, there's a lot of football to be played. <laughs> Before the, the the 15th of, of May, you know, Premier League points to be won for, for both teams. But Chelsea have that added distraction of a of a Champions League semi-final against Real Madrid before before they uh, they play the, the, the FA Cup final. Two huge games for, for, for Chelsea. They, they want to win that competition again. They've only ever won it once in, in, in their history. So they want that will be for me a priority for them. Um Leicester good form against against Chelsea. Only lost two of their last eight games uh, against them. Albeit both of those have been in in the FA Cup. And I was looking today, uh, and records are there to be broken. We all know that. I think Leicester have played Chelsea eight times in in this competition, and and have yet to taste victory. I mean, what a better place to do that than Wembley Stadium on the fifteenth of May? Yeah, there's so many parameters and and things like that that you look at Leicester's record obviously things, things. and I was trying to think of a better word and I couldn't on the, on the top of my head thank you for uh, for things. putting that out there I do appreciate it Matt as ever um, but but all these things that, that are leading up to the game Leicester having never won it the, the recent record against Chelsea as you and said in, in the competition you think of the last few quarterfinals that yeah. they got knocked out of was to Chelsea you, you just got to hope all of that will turn around and, and it will all be different on the 15th yeah, there's going to be a lot of speculation, isn't there? A lot of anticipation and excitement going into it. But again, you're referring back to a point I just made there, really. It's largely irrelevant what's happened before, even this season in the Premier League. I mean, from Leicester's point of view, it probably gives them a little bit of a, a mindful boost in terms of you know the magnitude of the task is not that scary because, listen... We've turned these lot over earlier in the season, but it's a different proposition now, in all honesty. There's a bit more regulation sort of structure about how Chelsea play since Tuchel has come in. And they are, uh, you know, Leicester are going to be facing a, a different challenge, but one they're capable of surmounting, I, I think. And um, yeah, it's going to be really intriguing. It, it, ifs, buts, etc. But the mentality, I refer back to that, that Casper Michael was talking about. You know, they're going to go into that. They're not going to be thinking about Leicester's record against Chelsea for however far back you want. You know, if Leicester went into games 
with, with that sort of approach in the back of their minds, they'd be a nervous wreck half the time because, you know, they're competing against Man United's and Liverpool's, etc. The record is not that impressive. And, you know, but more so over recent years because of how Leicester are evolving and progressing. But um, now's the time, really, you know, that, that Leicester's competing almost on a level playing field in terms of footballing ability. And it's it's great to see and that needs to be recognised. But, I, you know, I'd, most people's eyes, probably Chelsea, if in all honesty, will probably be favourites. But, you know, they were saying it after the Man City-Chelsea game. But I was like... I said said in commentary that they would yeah. be strong favourites, yeah. didn't they? Strong the favourites. I'm thinking, why is that then, really? You know, we, we, without being arrogant, etc. You know, Leicester have consistently been above Chelsea in the league over a, a duration of time. Chelsea impressive, don't get me wrong, but you know that natural sort of big club assumption. And to be fair, things like that will only stir Leicester up more. And you know, if things do go well, make that success even more enjoyable, won't it? Yeah, it would. Felix makes an interesting point on Facebook, you and he says, I think Chelsea will be more worried for this game than Leicester will because of what Matt's just said and, and probably will have the favourites tag on them. Leicester have nothing to lose. Oh, I, I don't know about <laughs> nothing to lose, Dan. Um, I mean, if Chelsea are favourites, in my, in my opinion, they're only slight favourites. And I think, and we've spoken about this before, you know, last season against the so-called top teams, um, Leicester didn't win. I think they, they got beaten twice against Liverpool, Man City, Man U. I think they drew twice with, with, with Chelsea. It's a different story this year where Leicester have faced some of the biggest sides. You know, they went to the Etihad and won. They've, they, they've beaten Liverpool at, at the King Power. They went to Spurs and, and, and won there. They've been to Arsenal. I'm not saying Arsenal's a big club, but... Um, so-called top five, top six. So there'll be no fear factor from Leicester City facing Chelsea. Absolutely not going to Wembley and, and, and to face them, even though, you know, Tuchel, he, he has turned things around. I think they're far better defensively under under him than they were under Frank Lampard. I mean, I think he's have kept 14 clean sheets in the 19 games in all competitions since he's been there. So it is going to be a tough game. You wouldn't expect anything else. Listen, it's an FA Cup final. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be... A, a, a tough game. You have to beat the best to to get there. You have to beat the best to win it. And and, and Chelsea happened to be the uh, the opposition in 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 the final. You know, and and as we've spoken about the record in 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 the league, and maybe not so much in the FA Cup of, of late. But Leicester have got a good record against Chelsea. Have you heard the stats he's coming out with tonight? <laughs> Dropping them in left, right, and centre. What chance what have chance I got have in the quiz, quiz against someone like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're about five minutes away from said quiz to see Matt's humiliation continue. Uh, before we do that, though, um, there was also success in the women's FA Cup this weekend as LCFC women uh, collected their sixth straight clean sheet in a one-nil win over Liverpool at Farley Way in Quorn. Uh, Hannah Kane scored the only goal of the game with a tapping midway through the second half after some great work by top goal scorer Nat. Tasha Flint closing down the opposition goalkeeper. Yeah, our game plan from the start was to press them really aggressive. Um, it was our main thing that we tried to do, and um, Tash did really well. It was it was mine and Tasha's goal. She she earned it, so fair play to her. It was a real fight out there as well. Just how pleased were you that you were able to stand up to that challenge? 
Oh, absolutely. We were, we we're always ready for it. We knew that they would want to beat the league champions, so we've got that on our head now. We're a target. Um, our last few games of the season, everyone's going to want to beat us. And obviously, it's FA Cup game. Next round's obviously Man United, which is a great place for us to showcase ourselves for next season. So, um, yeah, we're just really happy with the win today. Well, as Hannah Kane said in that interview there, LCFC women will face WSL side Manchester United in the next round of the competition. Here's their manager, Jonathan Morgan's assessment of that draw. No, just to play against, obviously, one of the big teams in the country. We're happy for that. So we, we just want to, to make sure we do ourselves proud and play, our, play to our strengths and play our game. And we just see what happens. Congratulations to LCFC women. Um, obviously, they, they won the league a couple of weeks ago. They've uh, just beat another pool in the FA Cup as well. So they're, they're having an absolutely fantastic debut season under the bracket of the LCFC family. Uh, a couple of minutes to go before the end of the show. So we, we can talk about the game on Thursday, Matt, with West Brom. The small yeah. matter of a, a massive Premier League game, isn't it? That one in Leicester's search for the, the Premier League top four position. Yeah, it is. And well, just going back to your point there, you know, congratulations to the women. It's all happening at Leicester City, it isn't is. it? <laughs> you know, all, all over the place. Uh, you know, good times and uh, long may they continue. But uh, yeah, let's, listen, yeah, back to work on Thursday. And we just spoke about it in, you know, in reference to the boost that, that, that victory yesterday will hopefully serve Leicester well in terms of their Premier League form. Because certainly you know, going into it, uh, if it had gone the wrong way, you'd have been quite difficult to pick yourself up, like a missed opportunity, wouldn't it? And the disappointment, etc., and negativity that, that that brings. You know, even even though you try and you know, shrug things off, it, it, it can cause a little bit of a hangover, especially on the back of the two previous Premier League defeats. West Brom mentioned you know, have picked up remarkably over the last couple of games or so. Pulled a couple of results right out the bag. But you've got to fancy Leicester, haven't you? You know, and, and with that little, I don't know, re-energisation or whatever, but, you know, with a little boost, or the huge boost of an FA Cup semi-final win, you know, they're kind of bouncing into them games now. And if they can go on a little run now, it could be huge, couldn't it? Because, you know, there are some massive games coming up the last three games or so, you know, against other potential rivals for Champions League slot, but um, it'd be nice to get the work done before the cup mm. final, wouldn't it? And they can really mm. focus on that, but we'll see how they go. Yeah, just going off the back of what Matt was saying there about... <laughs> got a nice shot of that there. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, going off, off the... picture as well, sorry. Had a little tickle. <laughs> uh, just have a bit of that water. I'll ask you in this next question. Go on, uh, going off the back of what Matt was just saying there, you and about you know taking the confidence from the massive boost of winning that. I think back to last season, obviously the disappointment of losing to Aston Villa in, in the League Cup semi-final kind of corresponded a little bit, didn't it, with the the poor run, I guess, to the end yeah. of last season. So hopefully we'll, we'll see the complete opposite of that this time around. Yeah, with with that huge boost of what, what happened yesterday. <laughs> because as uh, Matty's alluded to, having got done into the game losing two, if you lose three, the doubts start creeping back in. You start thinking about what happened after the restart last season and, and, and the points that Leicester didn't pick up and the way they, they tailed off towards the uh, the end of the season, missing out on a, on a top, top five, missing out on the FA Cup. I just want to ask Matty a question. Has he just made a word up, by the way? 
What, what was that word that you just said? Re-energisation. Re-energisation. <laughs> I was going to bring it up after up. you said that thing. I, I, I was smirking it. to myself while I said it. It, it sounds plausible, <laughs> doesn't it? I, I think... <laughs> the re-energisation. Let's, let's Re-energi- coin it now. That was a, a disco hit back in the 80s, wasn't it? <laughs> re-energise. Oh, I don't know. I can't even say it with my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, on that note, let's get our Who's the Fox uh, back on the screen uh, and end this shambles of a show uh, for, for the evening. Um, we've had loads and loads and loads of correct answers. We'll get it on your screen one more time for, for those of you at home that haven't seen it yet. Uh, well done to Stuart, to Raymond, to Luke, to the Greek Foxes, to Mick, to Craig, to Izuna, to Joe, to Caden, and dubiously to Jane as well for getting that correct. Correct. Uh, it is indeed Johnny, isn't it? It is correct. Uh, Johnny Evans winning one of the many headers that he won uh, at Wembley yesterday. In uh, how big's that Vista guard, by the way? I saw him pitch size. It's huge. Like, you know, big features and everything. He's like, he's like a number five in a rugby scrum he was but um, yeah Johnny Evans was commanding wasn't he yeah he was he was absolutely brilliant well done to all of you that said uh, Johnny Evans for our Who's the Fox Uh, Ewan Roberts takes a 2-0 lead heading into our final trivia rounds Uh, there's no point in even doing these we know that he's going to win but we'll do it anyway just in case you have a Jerry Taggart-esque comeback we like that Uh, Ewan your second question is uh, who scored a penalty in Leicester's fourth round FA Cup win at Brentford. As he looks down at his notes. Oh, see, I don't need notes. I've got that. I can answer it now. Well, it's Ewan's. I know it's Ewan's. Uh, it's got to be Yuri Tillemans, isn't it? Why? Why is it? Why is it got to be Yuri Tillemans? Why? Well, <laughs> correct. Well, he took a penalty. He knows, he knows yeah, but like Vardy's the main penalty taker. Yeah. He did play. Ah, oh, well done. Play. Okay. Well done. Uh, that's three nil. Now Ewan leads. Matt. Uh, who crossed the ball in for Kelechi Iheanacho's headed winner against Brighton in the fifth round of the FA Cup? All Brighton. <clears throat> Bother. <laughs> Could we have our first ever clean sweep? Oh, an absolute. You and I don't suppose you've got the assist makers also written on your notes, do you? So you like this <laughs> You can't punish me for doing no, homework. No, I'm um, not. I'm not at all. Quite the opposite, you. Quite the opposite. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Come I, on. I don't know if it was. No, no. I don't know if it dragging was the pain out. Was it James Justin? No, it was Yuri Tielemans again. Oh, little trick question. Yeah. Ewan, who scored in Leicester's 1 1 draw at Crystal Palace in December? Obviously, that game with Crystal Palace takes place a week today. There'll be no extra time. Um, Who scored for Leicester, though, that day at Selhurst Park? (laughs) Harvey (laughs) Barnes. Excellent, Ewan Roberts again. Well his, done. His, 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 his missus was there on the side going up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, to avoid the clean sweep, Matt, uh, who scored Leicester's opener against Thursday's opponents, West Brom? Which was oh, I know this first one. goal of the season. First goal of the season. On his debut. 
Yuri Tillemans. Ah, Castagna. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Castagna. Well done. Uh, well done. Uh, thank you very much to everybody that was listening to Extra Time this evening. We hope you've had as much fun as we have there. But that was a, a convincing win for you and Robert. So as well expected. Done. As, as expected. expected. Um, yeah, brilliant. Thanks to, to everybody who listened. We'll be back again on Thursday for that game with... West Bromwich yep. Albion. Um, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head what time kickoff is. It's an eight o'clock, eight o'clock. kickoff. So we'll be on with Match Day Live from 6:30 on LCFC TV. So do join us for then and enjoy your week. Oh, do take care, you and mate. Cheers, boys. Thank you. See you